a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you for joining us for Let's Get Moving. It's holiday time, and that means we're going to be gathered around the dinner table with our family. And Dr. Liz Hale is with me. She's a marriage and family therapist here in Salt Lake. And Dr. Liz, this can be a tricky time for families, <laughs> especially in the divisive world that we seem to live in. So how do we have a happy holiday and have these difficult conversations if we are members of a different political party yeah. around the dinner table? Right. A lot of people dread this time of year for that very reason, Maria. And it's it's politics in part, but it's also just past issues, right? <laughs> issues that haven't been resolved between family mm-hmm. members. And sometimes we dread then having to come together around a table and break bread. But it's probably really good for us to do so. You know, where's the challenge in being with people that are like us? Easy to love someone who's like us, right? It's true. The difficulty comes when people who are, are different, and that's where our heart stretch, heart muscle can stretch. That's really those people who are our most difficult people in our life. They are our greatest teacher. So if you know someone that's like, oh, boy, I'm dreading seeing Uncle Sam <laughs> for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Thank goodness for Sam being in my life because he is my greatest teacher. But we struggle with touchy subjects. Why? Because we're afraid. We get defensive and we get protective of ourselves and our own views. But the, the problem is we, we get wrapped up in ourselves. That's the whole key. It makes connection to others impossible when I'm all wrapped up in me. But I'm really I'm a firm believer that we didn't come here to earth to learn how to love ourselves or focus on ourselves during Thanksgiving dinner. We came to really deepen our love and our ties with each other. So does part of that have to do with listening Embracing that you love this person and listening to their point of view? Or how can we get over some of these obstacles? Should we actually be even talking about the difficult issue? You said, yes, we need to talk about them. Well, I kind of like it, you know, but I'm more of a debater. I I love a good debate and I love to be um, challenged by somebody else's thoughts. You would have loved our family dinner table. (laughs) I bet I would have. Very dynamic debate. (laughs) I think, number one, I would really begin with the end in mind. Think about the end of Thanksgiving night, all right? The guests are gone, the dishes are done, and you're sitting there with your feet up. How do you hope that Thanksgiving day and dinner would have gone? Decide on how you want that celebration to go and how you want to feel about it afterwards, and then do what you can to make it happen. So begin with the end in mind. That's a starter. And then I think, too, is our differences. But some would say, does that mean just giving in? Well, just well, d- deciding how you want it to go. Do you want it to be copacetic? Do you want it to oh, be kind, loving? Do you want it to be uh, a, a, a debate? Okay, so we want, um, it, want it, to it to be loving. Be fun? And do how wanna... do we get it to go that direction for us? Well, I think first off is realize that our differences make us different, not better and not worse. 
There's no challenge or growth in loving people who, again, are just like us. Our improvement comes when we stretch our limits of love and we become more open and accepting to those who think and believe differently than we do. That's the whole point of being together and being in a family. But be responsible for your own biases against people who are different. You know, being prejudiced is not okay simply because it's all you've ever known, right? Ignorance is not innocence. So I think we have to be very careful to recognize, like, what, what, what am I biased against, you know? Am, am I kind of racist when I see someone at the family dinner table? Um, my niece is now married to someone of a, of a, of a different nationality, different race. How, do, how do, I, do I treat him any differently? We all have the same value no matter what we do, think, or believe. Our value doesn't change via a political position, right? No one is better or less than anyone else despite their values and choices. So I think first off, go to that Thanksgiving dinner, that holiday celebration, to view everyone as having the same value. You cannot be diminished and neither can that other person, right? Mm-hmm. Intrinsically, we all are the same. Give infinite, unconditional value to everyone you greet this holiday, That's the key to not being bothered by a difference of opinions is that we're all on the same level. So once you take ownership of your what you believe and give everyone the same value. Right. Then be be curious, right? And then want to learn about why they think that way. Yeah, be curious and courageous. So set aside your own agenda and your thoughts and your feelings. Ask ask questions, what others think and what they feel about politics or anything else. And then, like you said, listen. Show a loved one you value them by asking those clarifying questions. Like, like well, tell me more about that. And, how, and, then, and then what do you think is going to happen? Try, trying to understand them. Respecting other, others validates their worth and makes them feel then safe to share with you, ensuring that your conversation is really going to be productive and enlightening and actually really quite fun. And be courageous to say what you think and feel. This is not just listening. We have to do some equal sharing as well. And you can do so in a way that invites those dialogues and not those dead ends. <laughs> there's, there's a risk in playing it so safe that we leave our family gatherings unknown and disconnected, having missed out on really deepening our reunion. We feel loved only when we feel known and accepted. So what about if the other family member that you seem to always have a conflict with isn't really buying into what you're trying to do, and they want to have a more argumentative type debate and prove that they're right? Right. <laughs> you're going to find there, that person you know you are. There are always, right? There's kind of always those people, those, those bad apples, if you will, right? <laughs> and they, they always will be there. But we can kind of bulletproof bad behavior um, and, and it really does start with deciding, number one, we are all the same, right? We all have the same intrinsic value. And then we really do have to be forgiving. And, and forgiving a person does not mean allowing them to mistreat us. It means we don't let their mistreatment rob us of our peace. So we can resist the urge to let our ego take over. And let's say someone does have some toxic behavior. Let the arrows of that, those toxic words and behaviors bounce off your SWAT shield. I have this plastic SWAT shield in my office, mm-hmm. Maria, <laughs> that I put up, or a bulletproof vest. But just don't allow your peace to be destroyed. You can change the subject. You can say, oh, I had a dear friend who uh, had an early Thanksgiving dinner, and, and uh, she has kind of a toxic, I think it's a brother-in-law in in her life. It's her husband's wife's husband. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's uh, very 
I guess, far end on one or one extreme or the other politically. And she said before they started to break bread, um, dear ones, can we please for the rest of the evening not discuss politics? Would that be all right with you? You know, in the most sincere way she could. And they honored that, and it was really a lovely evening. They were then able to talk about memories and funny stories, things that they only remember when they were children, right, many decades ago. So feel free to take control, change the subject, or say, oh, you know what, I just, I can't do politics this year. I'm so sorry. You know, take ownership for that. Or have a game, have a fun game that you play. Or tell a funny story. Have some things um, ready to go, or even a fun game where people pick questions out of a hat that they answer about what's going on in their world. Sometimes, you know, at the end of the day, Maria, some family members are best loved from far away and not up close, but they still continue to be our greatest teachers. All right. Anything you'd like to leave us with? So again, again I think bottom line, Maria, our best teachers are usually family. And, and perhaps we like judging certain family members, right, and enjoy spending the holidays complaining about them. It's easy to place blame on the bad apples because you feel a little superior somehow. Or if you feel insecure about yourself, that can be a common coping strategy. But level with yourself. Might there be a part of your ego that really likes complaining and gossiping about this person? But at the end of the day, do you really like how it makes you feel? My one mantra in life is no experience is ever wasted. Everything and everyone teaches and refines us. We did not come to this earth to learn how to be loved. We came to learn how to love. So accept who and where people are in their own process and growth and accept yourself as well. Dr. Liz, thank you.